This is Ra. I'm back, baby. And I'm calling this reflection. Just because I'm brown does not mean I am voting blue. I think that we are living in days where it's important for all of us to really pause and reflect. What do I stand for? What's important? Am I buying into groupthink? Is it serving me? Is it helping me? Just because I'm brown does not mean I'm voting blue. I've mentioned before that I'm a Brooklyn girl. What I haven't mentioned is that ever since Rosita was a little tiny girl, I have always had a connection to the movement of local politics and activism and community awareness and gathering. Not fully, but I was raised in it. (laughs) I was raised in it. And therefore, the majority of my friends are Democrats. And I love them. I care for them. When I see them at a community gathering, my heart is filled with so much love and joy. So I've established some deep bonds with some of these people, more so than my own relatives. And this makes this conversation hard to have. I don't see the benefit of what the Democrats are doing right now. It's scary. And I don't, I I, I just ask a lot of questions because the way um, the Democrats, some of the Democrats have made the rest of the Democrats look is crazy. And this new wave of progressiveness, which I bought into at one point, I was like, yeah, this is cool, progressive, I'm progressive. They just sound like great words. Words like sustainable and sustainability, which you start realizing when you do a little digging, maybe it's not peaches and cream all the way around. Much more exploring and digging. The problem is, someone like me, doesn't really identify with being Republican. There's a lot on the other side that doesn't doesn't speak to me at all. But there are some things, some big conversations that have been playing out lately that are important to me. Conversations that I think that we should keep energizing. And I think that as a brown person, as a Latina, uh, I'm going to be more vocal about it. Because I don't agree with a lot of positions that some of my Democratic friends have taken or some who have a little bit of bigger mouthpieces. It's like people feel pressured and coerced to to go with it because they don't want to betray a friend. They don't want to betray a, 
uh, partner, they don't want to lose a community partner. So there's a lot of different entanglements happening here. And for me, when I peeped this out a few years ago and I started kind of seeing it, I was like, uh-oh, mama got to get out of here. And I started distancing myself. And it really hurt to distance myself from my community family because I don't think they knew why I distanced myself. And it wasn't because of lack of love, lack of support, a lack of not wanting to 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 raise awareness and for our gente. It's just that I started to realize that some of the actions and activities and the ways that we were going to raise awareness were not very helpful. I didn't see the big results. I didn't see um, how we are really truly helping. Are we helping or are we doing more harm? And then I also saw something that really puzzles me. We're just so focused on reaction. There's no, so many of these communities that will, I've been a part of are so overwhelmed, are so short-staffed, are so busy responding to a problem that there's no pause, there's no reflection. What the heck are we creating? Is it working? Do we need to retool? Do we need to regroup? How are we leading our people? How are we uh, taking advantage of people who trust us? Are we giving them the whole information? Or are we just leading them this way and that way? Here, have a few protest signs. We got to go protest across the street because those people are evil. That's not enough information. There's so much confusion. There's so much anger. And there's so much division. But people aren't talking and having conversations they just seem to shout at each other and believe it or not some people are so overloaded in some of these communities that even those human beings that have great ideas that have great experience that want to try to help with the pause, the reflect, the redirecting, what are we creating? How are we helping our people? Are we stuck in a poverty consciousness? Are we not realizing that maybe we lack money or maybe we don't have enough funds here, but we do have access, we do have resources, we do have space, we have intelligence, we have richness, we have so many things that we can use and we aren't using those tools I think, to their maximum effectiveness. Because when you're trapped in fear, when you're living in lack, when you are always responding to a crisis, you don't have reflection time, you don't have pause time, and you do not see what you're creating. And by the time you see what you're creating, maybe it's too late. Vote your conscious. Vote what feels right to you. There are conversations that we must have. We've been focused for the last two or three years talking about immigration. I would like to focus about the homeless problem that keeps on expanding here in the United States of America. I would like to focus on the expanding um, homelessness that we are experiencing with children, 
with New York City being number one in homeless children. Don't you think maybe that's a conversation that's important to have? We're so focused on the outside. We're not focusing on our home. We're not focusing on what's happening in our immediate home. We're not focusing on what's happening with us as our body being our home. And I think that we need to really look at that. How do we safeguard? How do we make sure that we are okay in our home? That everybody in our home is being fed, is being taken care of, is being regarded. Because we do have a big mess in our hands. And I tell you, if politics wasn't so shady, I would have ran. I would have ran for politics. The the landscape right now and who's representing us. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But I have this podcast. I have this mouthpiece. And I'm going to continue to share my thoughts, my words, my opinions. My reflection. Thank you for listening to Rosangel Perez podcast. I'll see you soon. Get grill ready with Walmart. Find all your faves like Oscar Mayer hot dogs, Kraft singles, and Heinz ketchup. Then don't miss your chance to win thousands of hot summer prizes with the Seize the Summer sweeps. There's camping kits, backyard movie packages, gift cards, and more. Summer is what you make it. So get out, get grilling, and get winning with Walmart. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States, including D.C., 18 and older, or 19 for residents of Alabama and Nebraska. Void where prohibited. Promotion ends 731-2020. For official rules and complete details, visit www.seizethesizzle.com. Sponsor Kraft Heinz Foods Company. Switch to T-Mobile and get four lines for just 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us so you can take a portrait photo of the whole family with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry into T-Mobile and get four lines for 30 bucks each and the incredible iPhone 11 on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Finance agreements required.